Welcome to another edition of the Rise of a Cross podcast. And this evening, we've got Gavin Bibic on with us. And Gavin, we're super excited and honored to have you. And for the listener's sake, please tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, thanks for having me on the Riser podcast. Uh, so I grew up in Lone Tree, Colorado. I'm an incoming freshman at Valor Christian High School. And I like the skimboard and go to the beach. I like the camp. And uh, I like to play lacrosse and football. And I've loved playing those sports ever since. So when did you start playing lacrosse and what initially attracted you to the sport? Uh, So I first started playing lacrosse in uh, like second grade. And uh, I had a friend in the neighborhood who played lacrosse and his dad was a coach. And he just invited me and a whole bunch of neighborhood kids to come out and try it out. And he taught us, like, the fundamentals, like, ground balls, shooting, passing. And uh, I've kind of loved it ever since. So there's obviously an element of physicality and athleticism and agility that, and coordination that attracted you to the sport. You've, you've actually played at some a pretty high level given your, given your age. Um, share with the listeners kind of some of the teams that you've played on and you've been fortunate, fortunate enough to be a part of. Yeah, uh, I've played on Denver Elite since fifth grade. I played on Team Colorado for the World Series of Youth Lacrosse. I played on the U.S. Box Lacrosse. And uh, I play Spring Lacrosse. And my son, Nathan Likes, who has played with you a couple of years, would be uh, very bummed if I didn't mention Pete Religion and Stampede, Yep. <laughs> which was a combination of a bunch of your friends and pals that have played different uh, different teams. And you guys got, got together for the last couple of years and have played together in the spring recreational league, which is uh, which was pretty fun and exciting to watch. Um, out of all of those teams and a of all of the coaches that you've had, who's been your favorite and why? Mm, that's a tough question. Uh, I've, I've been blessed with many great coaches over the years, like Kenny Corrali, Trevor Tierney, Matt Brown, John Gallant. I've had a whole bunch of college DU players coaching me, like Westberg, Colton Jackson, Connor Kinizero. But I'd probably have to say – Colton Jackson because he uh, taught me how to shoot the ball harder Mm -hmm. and more accurately Mm -hmm. and worked on my form and uh, he also helped with my dodging and shooting on the run and he also helped me gain confidence in myself and playing lacrosse and he gave me like trigger words to help me do things like to help me shoot in a game because I'll like I won't trust myself I won't trust my shot and he gave me trigger words to believe in myself and I've used them ever since, and it helps me a lot. Can you share with us uh, what some of those trigger words are? Uh, like fire away. That's uh, my shooting one, just to rip the ball. And and and, and when you're on the, the field ultimate. and you're in a and you feel like you're in a um, an opportunity where you can shoot, it, are you mentally telling yourself fire away? Oh uh, no, I tell myself that before I go out okay. there and it just will automatically happen on the cool. field. That's fantastic. Uh, any yeah. other trigger words? Uh, I've not come up with any. So, so fire away is the, is the one. 
That's yeah. great. Well, it's interesting you bring Colton Jackson up. Colton was a guest on the Rise of the Cross podcast many weeks ago. And obviously being a, a local lacrosse athlete and just a great ambassador for the sport, um, there's a lot of elements of his game as he played at DU for four years. He played locally at Rock Canyon High School, and now he's playing for the Atlanta Blaze. And he's a midfielder, All-American, just a massive athlete, just great at, at his mm-hmm. sport. I'm sure yeah. there is things that you looked at him and said, you know what, I want to emulate that. What are some of those things that you saw in Colton Jackson that you were like, I, I want to be like him? Yeah, he uh, when he dodges, he just full on sprints and uh, cooks the defender mm-hmm. and runs right past mm-hmm. them, and he gets an easy shot out shot from the outside or the inside, and uh, his shot is so fast, and I just try to uh, copy his form mm-hmm. so I can shoot the ball just as fast as him are there things that you do to work on your form your shooting your speed your accuracy that you're not doing necessarily during a formal practice meaning are you working independent of the rest of the team out by yourself finding an empty net somewhere and a bucket of balls and just working on some of these things that these coaches have taught you over the years yeah uh i go out to the field and shoot around and uh the first thing I'll do is work on my accuracy so I just go like five yards away from the net and just aim for corners I don't shoot at full speed shoot at like three quarters just aim aiming for corners and then I'll uh, start to get farther out doing step down shots aiming for corners and then I'll uh I'll get I'll get warmed up doing all that stuff and uh shoot on the run and uh, I'll do trick shots I'll do like everything that's great. Obviously, we know that in order to get to the level of lacrosse that you've been able to achieve at a pretty young age, there's a lot of extra effort that goes into it, both mentally and physically. Um, so I've shown some discipline to really work on uh, your athleticism, your shot accuracy, your shot speed, etc. You obviously play other sports, though. So Talk to us a little bit about um, what other sports do you play and, and why do you play those and how have they helped you as a lacrosse player? Uh, yeah, I play football, basketball, and track. And uh, football helps with your speed, agility, strength, physicality. And then uh, basketball will help with uh, like your jumping like ability and track which has purely helped with speed and that'll help with lacrosse a lot because you have to be able to burst out of uh cuts to get a shot on net be your defender run away from people so and i don't want to put words in your mouth but just based on your athleticism and the things that you've been able to accomplish to date as a, as a lacrosse player, do you have aspirations to play in college? Uh, I don't really know yet. <laughs> uh, I'm still deciding between football or lacrosse. You cut out a little bit. You said you're still deciding between football and lacrosse. Got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we had coach Matt Bocklet on a couple of weeks ago. And I think one of the things that he mentioned 
that, you know, from a, a recruiting perspective, whether, the, whether you're a football player or a lacrosse player or some other athlete, just the cross training elements that you're getting right now, being exposed to these different sports is only going to help you from a coordination perspective, from a speed and agility, agility perspective. So whether you pursue college in lacrosse or in lacrosse in college, or you pursue football or another sport, doing what you're doing in terms of just Let me ask you another question your mentors and people you look up to from a leadership perspective who's who's somebody that comes to mind immediately when i say the word mentor uh probably my parents because they uh help me figure out things they teach me about life they give me advice and encourage me they love me and then uh someone other than my parents would probably be Eric Pacheco, who you had on your show. And uh, when I was sick, he uh, checked in on me like every day. Uh, I couldn't go to one of the Valor meetings to pick out classes. So he just came to my house and uh, he helped pick out classes for me, like which classes I should pick, what are fun. And uh, yeah, he was just a good dude during when I was sick. Eric is a, he's a phenomenal athlete and just an overall fantastic person and excited to see him in his next kind of level as he goes off to, to Loyola um, as a, as a face-off specialist. And he's done some phenomenal things in the, in the sport of lacrosse, but all around just a, just a fantastic person. And I appreciate you bringing him up. Um, let's, let's, let's drill down a little bit. You mentioned when you were sick, um, talk, talk to us a little bit about what did, what did you have? What were you, what, what were you, what were you battling? And, um, just unpack that a little bit for us. Oh uh, yeah. So I was diagnosed in January with a uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a type of cancer. I was treated for like four months and I was cleared in May and, uh, I couldn't go to school or anything because uh, I could have gotten like seriously sick and my immune system was down. So I wouldn't be able to fight that illness that I got if I went to school. And uh, it would, the chemo, which is what they gave me to kill uh, the Hodgkin's lymphoma. And uh, that, that affected me a lot with uh, my speed, muscle, my weight. I lost a lot of weight, uh, my endurance. And, uh, yeah, it was a uh, rough four months. Um, what was interesting for some of us who are local to the Denver area during that period of time, and, and certainly when I think you were diagnosed early this year and, and the word started to spread in the lacrosse community and just in general, what did you, what did you feel in terms of the, the camaraderie and just the, the sense of kind of, uh, I call it, you know, love and passion that the lacrosse community, especially Denver Elite, LXTC, and just the lacrosse community in general, you know, how, how did you feel in terms of what they expressed towards you as an individual? Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I, uh, so many people were texting me during treatment, seeing how I was doing. It was it was really nice. Uh, your son Nathan would Facetime me during class, <laughs> so I could kind of be at school, 
kind of, yeah. And uh, it was it was really nice having all of that support behind me going through treat that treatment. So, I I believe you've been given a clean bill of health from your doctors at this point. Is that fair mm-hmm. fair and accurate statement? Yeah, I went in this uh, earlier today to see if it is coming back or anything, and they said it's all clear. It's not coming back. So, well, that's yeah. fantastic. I I, I want to say congratulations to you and your and your parents. I know that's probably a, a big sigh of relief. Um, and certainly that period of time was one that was, I'm sure, very challenging for your entire family. Um, again, the, the way that the, the community rallied around you was fantastic to see. And uh, we're super excited for, you know, for your, your continued health and progress. Um, how, how did you, what were some of the things that you used to help you get through that difficult period? Uh, all of the support around me. And, uh, I just said in my head, I'm not going to let this, uh, bring me down or anything. I'm going to fight it. I'm going to try and like be as normal as possible playing lacrosse, which I did, uh, go out, hang out with friends as much as I can. That's awesome. Well, let me pivot real quick and talk about, you got Gavin Bibbick's dream, dream team. And you have an opportunity as, you know, the coach, the captain, you know, player and you, and you want to pick your, your top three players. Um, who do you, who do you yeah. pick and why? Uh, Chris Hogan. <laughs> He's a NFL wide receiver right now, but he played college across for Penn state. And, uh, He's a really good physical player. He's fast and strong. And uh, probably Westberg as well because he's really big. He's physical. He has good IQ for the, in the sport of lacrosse. And he can score a lot. <laughs> and uh, probably uh, Trevor Baptiste for faceoff because <laughs> faceoffs control games. He's funny. He's big and strong as well. I like it. Those are great picks. And I'm sure as you, uh, if you had to fill an entire roster, you'd have uh, you'd have a dream team. Uh, that's, that would basically be the best, the best squad on the planet. That's pretty fun. Um, let me ask you one kind of final question. So here you are 10 years from now. What, what do you tell yourself 10 years from now that you wish you knew right now? What's it, what's some advice that you would give yourself or those around you? Uh, probably enjoy life, have fun, be happy, you know, uh, make a lot of friends. Mm. Yeah, uh, work hard because hard work uh, can get you things that you really need and want in life. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to re- repeat those because I like all of them. So number one, enjoy life. There's something about life that is certainly to be enjoyed. I appreciate you bringing that up. Have fun, be happy, make a lot of friends and work hard. And I think, you know, hard work, we hear that a lot on the Rise of Lacrosse podcast from the different guests that we've had on and working hard opens doors. Just like you said, it creates opportunities. And it shows mm-hmm. that you can be disciplined enough to want to push yourself to be a better student, a better person, a better athlete. 
And those are all, you know, fantastic pieces of advice. And I'm hoping that not only your friends, but a much broader audience is listening to that advice from somebody who I'm assuming is not even 15 yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not 15 yet. <laughs> there you go. Here. So here's a young and very wise Gavin Bibbick who has uh, gone through a significant challenge from a health perspective this year. He's battled Hodgkin's lymphoma. He's beat it. He's won. And now you're, you know, it's pedal to the metal. Excited to see what the next few years bring for you and your family uh, for the Valor Christian, not only the cross program, but football program. And as you continue to compete with in us box lacrosse, it, Valor Lacrosse, the Elite Denver Elite uh, Lacrosse Program, you know the uh, the world is your oyster. And Gavin, I just want to say on behalf of Rise of Lacrosse, thank you very much. We admire you as an individual and what you've done, and appreciate the advice that you've given. And we will certainly take it to heart. And uh, it certainly makes us better people, and provides a desire to push ourselves to work harder. So. Thank you for joining us and uh, wish you the best as you continue in all of your endeavors. Thank you. And thanks for having me. Thanks, Gavin.